Hello, hello, hello. What's poppin'? It's me, Zoe. Hope y'all are doing well and staying safe. I'm gonna try to keep this intro as short as possible because the gist is I love podcasts. I've wanted to start one for a while and I think they're super sick and I figured. I've been quarantined. I've got all the time on my hands. I might as well do this. It's kind of fun, kind of funky, and I don't want to be doing homework all the time. So this is like a great little escape for me. Um, so yeah, I'm really stoked to be starting this and really jazzed that it's actually happening. So without further ado, with that being said, welcome to Quarantine with Zoch. So as many people know, but maybe not all, I pretty much graduated high school two and a half years ago. I graduated in 2018. I basically decided junior year that I wasn't going to go to college and I was going to take a gap year. And I decided in that gap year that I was going to leave California and not just like leave the state. I was going to move across the, the world in a sense and moved to Australia and do YWAM there in Perth, Australia. And yeah, it was a crazy wild ride. I graduated high school and then a month later I moved. Um, I, w- I was basically doing training to basically spread the gospel and share who God is with people. And it was a really sick time. It was really cool. I made a lot of friends, learned a lot about myself in the way that I function, in the way that I work, I got, I got homesick, and I didn't think I would, I got homesick pretty late, though, I was, like, I was chilling, I was like, bye, see you later, I don't need anything, I'm fine, I feel really bad, I kicked my parents, like, they came with me because I was scared to fly alone, but as soon as I got there, I was like, you can leave now, I'm fine, I made friends, I don't need you anymore, and I feel really bad, so, sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. I feel really bad thinking about it now. Um, but in the moment, I was really excited. I was so far away from California that I felt really free. I was free to kind of start over in a place where nobody knew me. Um, like, I'm not that cool, but I'm. I, a lot of people know who I am because of my parents. And because I did a lot of stuff in my area with sports and with church and all that stuff in school and so I kind of had that opportunity to like kind of become the person that I knew I needed to be and I grew a lot I thought I knew a lot about Jesus (laughs) I was like I'm a pastor's kid I know so much about Jesus like I'm gonna go in there and be the most knowledgeable person and know all this stuff I learned so much I realized that I'm not that cool and I don't know everything and that was kind of nice for me to kind of get my reality in check and kind of make me realize that I'm not everything (laughs) and yeah it was really cool and I was there for about three months doing a music discipleship training school I got to grow in my singing abilities in my instrument abilities i now can play guitar barely but i know how to play guitar which is a step forward from me looking at a guitar and thinking that strumming was a chord um yeah sad and embarrassing i know but (laughs) it was really fun i got to step out in this whole kind of public speaking kind of situation 
Um, I got thrown into some situations that were really scary, but ended up being really fun. I got to lead some people to the Lord, which was really cool. Got to pray for people, see people healed. And it was stuff that I'm used to doing, but in a different scale. So that was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think. It was a lot. It happened a while ago, too. But it was cool because on week, I think, four or five, I decided that I was going to come back that coming April. So that was really crazy. And I decided very quickly that I was going to be back. And yeah, it was a really cool conversation that I got to have with a friend and... I was like, yeah, I think I want to come back, and I don't really know, but he was like, you should come back, I can see that being a thing for you, and that's going to be really cool for you, and I remember that, because I was really scared to come back and do a school with a lot of people that were going to be older than me, and that were going to have, obviously, some more experience in certain things than I did, but I realized later on in that school that it was basically, all of us were on the same journey, but on different length legs of it, I guess, if that makes sense. But anyways, backtracking, I ended up, like I said, training in Australia, and then I went on outreach, which I was super excited about because I've already been to this place, but I got to do it in a different way. I went to Uganda, and I got to do a bunch of, like, kids ministry and work with little kids and little African kids. They're my favorite. They're so cute, and they're so fun, and it's just a blast. It's like a dance party everywhere you go. And if you know me, I love dancing. It's just kind of my thing that I do a lot. Same with music, but dancing, it hits different. And it was a regular occurrence that we got to hang out with little kids and do things with them and play games and teach them about Jesus and have a great time. I had a bunch of fun there because it was very comfortable for me having, one, already been there, but I felt very welcome for multiple reasons but yeah I think I love it there it's probably one of those places that if I have an opportunity to go again it'll be like a no-brainer kind of a situation we were there for about I think two months and we got to do a lot of stuff with witchcraft and just praying over people who have been bound to that kind of stuff so that was really you know scary but at the same time it was really cool to get to um pray over people that had been through that I had a lot of interesting experiences um for one for instance I had never experienced this before but I was with with a friend and we decided to go out kind of in the middle of like the area before you go into the town and you were just doing like some prayer walking and this guy came up to us and was like why are you wearing pants you guys are women you should be wearing dresses and skirts and I had never experienced anything like that and she's like look dude (laughs) and she kind of was just like being really kind but being very firm with there's nothing wrong with me wearing pants and he's like well you're a woman and the bible says you're supposed to wear pants you're not supposed to wear pants and it was I was just like very taken aback and she had had this conversation with people with people before and I just kind of stood back and was like observing but I was also kind of there backing her up and just kind of speaking to this man but I was very like this is, I've never had this happen before. I did not know this was a thing. And we were just talking later and I was really like shocked that this is something that people actually go through that like can be kind of painful. So yeah, it was weird, but it was a really good learning experience for me. And I think I learned a lot that 
specifically then, but a lot on that trip was that everybody has different views on things and everybody was raised different ways and a lot of people have different views on some really small and simple things, but like you have an option to either be very like rude and come at somebody's view where you can be like, well, this is where I'm coming from and I respect your opinion. And that was basically what we had done. And I think I learned a lot in that moment for sure. But moving on from there, we ended up leaving, which broke my heart because I love Africa. But we ended up leaving and we flew off into, well, we attempted to fly to Kenya. Um, We got to Kenya (laughs) um, for our layover, which was only going to be like around two hours. Flight got canceled. We ended up having to stay in the airport like their the airlines hotel and that's another story for another day um (laughs) it was a weird experience but we ended up getting to thailand and in the process of thailand from thailand to going to nepal my luggage got stolen yay as you can see it still hurts to talk about it but you know it happens you know it's what it, it is what it is and yeah, my luggage got stolen. It was a really sad situation. I think I was more angry when it first happened. I was next level pissed. Like there was some serious anger, but I was, you know, it's okay. I'll be fine. Everything happens for a reason. Everything is fine. And I just kind of didn't put up a face that I was okay, but I chose that it was going to be okay. Um, my childhood stuffed animal that always went everywhere with me was in there. And that was the one thing I was really bummed about. I had just bought really pretty yellow vans and they were in there. My iPad was in there. Don't ask me why. Um, long story short, everybody specifically where we were flying from had different like rules of what could be in your luggage. And the lady in Thailand said... You can have that in there, but you can't have this and this and that. And then in Thai, and then in Nepal, they were like, you can't have that in there. I'm like, well, alrighty then. But anyways, I was pretty bummed, but I think I learned a lot, specifically in that length from Nepal. It was only a month, but that month felt like a whole freaking year because I was in pain and I was struggling that whole time. I got really, really, really sick and I was really bummed. I don't like to get benched either. <laughs> I played softball for about like nine, almost 10 years. And I hated getting benched. It was my least favorite thing. I would be like supporting my team. Go team. But deep down in my core, it was just like, how dare you bench me? This is so painful. I don't like to sit. I don't like this. I need to be out there. And so it was the same thing for when we were doing ministry. I really didn't like having to stay back and having to like not be there. It was really painful. I was really bummed that I didn't get to go and do stuff because I love going and doing ministry. And Nepal was always a really fun time. It was, I was on multiple, I was on like another planet with mixed emotions. I was upset because my bag, but I was having so much fun because I love doing ministry stuff. So that was kind of my kind of my mixture of emotions. So I was really bummed, but I had a tried to have a really good attitude about everything that was going down. Um I really tried to like not be 
in my bag and be really disappointed and be mad and pissed at everything. But it was really cool because it gave me a whole new perspective on everything. It really reminded me, like, this is actually how people live. People, I only had two shirts, two pairs of pants. One was not even mine. I had no underwear. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) I had one pair of socks that weren't mine. Oh, no, I had two pairs of socks. One was mine and one was not mine. And I had a jacket and a sleeping bag. I think that's all I had. Yeah. And I mean, I had my phone. (laughs) And I had a few things, but really not a lot. And I was realizing, like, this is how people live. Like, not where I, at least not where I live currently, but in different areas of the world. And yeah, even in America, like, people live like that. And it was a huge, like, culture shock, but also a personal culture shock for me to, like, be living like that. And everybody is tired at that point, and everybody is moody, and we all want to go home. And I remember somebody being like, I'm in so much pain. And, like, logically, they were probably in pain. And I was just like, you know what? Well, I don't have clothes, so shut up. <laughs> but I wasn't going to say that. that. That was, like, inside of me because I was so upset. And I held a lot of anger in, not even towards people, but just towards a whole situation. And... I was once again shocked by how people that were living in conditions worse than mine were super happy and super joyful. And I was like, Zoe, you have to be happy. And I was like, remember, you are literally Job, except my parents didn't die. So, you know, that's different. But I was on this really weird journey of choosing to be happy and choosing to be joyful in the midst of like, some whack situations. Um, a puppy ate my rainbows. And if you live in Southern California or in California, period, you understand the beauty and the glory of rainbows. And when a dog ate them, I think I snapped a little bit because I had been saying, like, if one more thing happens, if one more thing, a dog ate my freaking flip-flops and I lost my mind. And my mom can vouch for this. My, I think my team heard me, but I lost my mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I my goal in the midst of all that was to be a joyful person. And, you know, it changed my perspective on a lot. I don't have very good luck traveling <laughs> across the world when it comes to my stuff. But, you know, it's all material things and that they can be replaced. For example, I have new pants. And I have new fans, so I'm really okay. And, yeah, I mean, it was rough in the moment, but at the same time, now I can talk about it and laugh at all of the stupid things that happened to me, specifically in that one month, and be able to have a good attitude about it. So, advice of the podcast, one thing I want to say is, like, if you're in a situation that really sucks and it's really crappy, and every moment you think about it, it makes you really upset and sad, choose to be joyful. Think about the fact that maybe if you're in a really bad situation with your parents, or, you know, you just, like, you know, your man's broke up with you, um, or you lost your girlfriend because, you know, she dumped you. It's rough, I know. Um, I actually don't know, (laughs) but I can imagine. Um... Think about the fact that there's other things going on, but at the same time, choosing to be joyful in the situation and being like, you know what? Everything, yeah, and it sucks. This is the worst thing to say when you're in that situation, but everything does happen for a reason. 
there is something that's going to be good that comes out of this and it's not a fun thing to hear or tell yourself but it's true you're gonna learn that maybe that maybe that this person wasn't right for you maybe this person wasn't good for your mental health or maybe your parents actually have a point in what they're saying is actually meaningful and they mean something by what they're saying and you're just not an adult yet so you don't know what they mean um there's a lot of stuff my parents told me when i was in maybe high school like freshman year i was like that's bull crap you suck and now I look back and I'm like, thank you for telling me that, mom. I hated you when you told me, but I don't hate you now. Um, yeah, things happen for a reason. Things are said um, that don't always need to be said, but they are said and they make sense later on. I've learned a lot from things that were told to me from years before um, today. <laughs> that makes sense. But from a while ago, I'm learning today what that meant. So, yeah, that's kind of that kind of thing but i'll talk about what happened i guess the second time i went another time yeah i mean i'm just really lucky that i got to go have that experience post high school um a lot happened when i was there my parents moved um when i was gone and i had to look at houses over the phone while in a cafe in nepal um yeah it was just it was a really weird but also really cool experience that I'm really grateful for and I'm really lucky that I had a lot of stuff that helped me get through it I had people um I had my parents which are people (laughs) I had Jesus who really like taught me a lot through that and I had music because that's something that makes me happy and yeah I'm really really grateful that I made it out of that situation because there were days when I was like y'all I don't think I'm gonna have to leave today I know we have four more weeks, but I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) And I'm just really thankful that I learned a lot. And I grew as a human, as an adult woman. And yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So like I said previously, I love music. I think it's sick. I love that it gets us through times. I love that it's something we can listen to on a good day, on a bad day, whatever you're feeling. And so I figured, and I've also been told that my music taste is fairly sick. I also happen to agree that my music taste is pretty sick. And because I think it's sick, I wanted to share some songs with you guys. And so today, we have a song called Clutch by Melanie Faye and Mako. It's a really awesome song. I think it's super fun. Um, Yeah, I like it a lot. And I want to share it with you guys. So I hope you like that. But I also hope you guys like today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And feel free to like DM me and ask me any questions or ask me what you want to hear next time because I have nothing really running through my brain right now. So yeah, I would love to share that with y'all. And yeah, I mean, it's been a rad day and I hope that your day is rad and that you're having a great time in quarantine time. And this was quarantine time with me, your girl, Zoch. So hope you have a rad day. This is...